This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Andrew Zook. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, Andrew is the um, brand new Associate Director for um, Social and Digital Media for the Diocese of Columbus. We're so great to have him on our uh, diocesan team. Um, But before we go any further, let's start with um, our prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we marvel um, at the beauty of your creation this day, um, how you have wonderfully made us um, in your image and likeness. We ask, O Lord, that um, we may always find our identity in you and in our relationship with you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, Andrew, um, as we um, kind of begin our, our conversation on discipleship, we always like to hear your story of faith, how you came to know the Lord. Um, and I know a little bit about your story, but um, I'd love to hear it. For sure, for sure. So I was born here in Columbus. Uh, I grew up in Westerville. And I would say I did have great parents as far as forming a foundation of faith. Uh, I was a cradle Catholic that went to St. Paul in Westerville, went to St. Charles. So I had that foundation throughout my childhood. I would say when I was a young child, I really was taken, especially by the imagery, by saints. Uh, my mom's side of the family is Irish. And so like St. Patrick's Day was like one of the biggest things, even though we always went to a Chinese restaurant for some reason, but it was like the most, you know, we rented out a room. It was like the most green area, the Chinese restaurant you could ever have. And it was just a good like Catholic family getting together. Um, but as I got older, middle school, high school, I started to break off a little bit, kind of got swept up into what was sold as what's popular, like going to you know school in the morning and uh, you know all the Catholic stuff. It's nice and that's good. It's it's sweet to have. But then there's other things in the culture like MTV, VH1 that that was like the more of what we would talk about at school, you know, on at recess or whatever we did. And so I was really half and half, I would say, from middle school to about age 16, 17, where I was, like like I said, it was nice, but these other things seem more fun. It's better to get swept up in the way of the world. That's what everybody's doing. When I was 16, um, my world got rocked. Uh, I was a sports guy. I was a good student. And, you know, I wanted to be good. You know, going to St. Charles, there's academic excellence and stuff like that. Um, but in football, I got, I had a series of concussions leading up to this, but I had a, uh, basically a career ending concussion in practice where, I mean, it was, it really rocked me to the soul. I was blind in my left eye, partially blind in my right eye. I remember there's just tingles all over my body just for like months. Uh, I got a lot of headaches like all the time and light sensitivity when my vision started getting back and everything. And I remember that was like one of the first times where I was really face to face with like the questions of life of like, God, why why would something like this happening? Do you even exist? Like I was like in literal darkness uh, because I was blind for about three days in my left eye. I couldn't see out of it at all. And I remember it was a moment of peace. It was a moment of like joy that I didn't fully understand at the time, but I realized it was God, you know, speaking back to me where he was like, you're going to be okay. Just, 
keep going, follow me, everything's gonna be okay. Where at the age of 16, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, uh, I don't know what that was, but it feels good. Uh, I couldn't really comprehend what was going on, but that made me a little bit more open to, you know, what is life all about? What are the big questions? Uh, or what are the big answers to the big questions? And the next thing that I did that really changed my life was I actually joined the SC theater program, St. Charles theater program. Uh, and there were a bunch of youth group kids there that were pretty cool in, in my estimation. And I was not a youth group kind of kid that was always kind of like, yeah, yeah, those kids over there, they can do their thing. I'm going to go play sports and hang out with my buds, all that kind of fun stuff, chase after women. And then, <laughs> but they invited me to this thing called Jesus Jams, which uh, the now Damascus leaders ran, uh, Dan Demite, Aaron Richards. And that, I wasn't completely sold at that moment, but it put some seeds in me where I was like, okay, there's something to, there's more than, you know, there's, it, I wasn't an atheist, that's for sure. You know, there's more to life than just our existence. And it laid seeds of like, you know, there's something bigger. Of course, um, I was exposed to praise and worship music at that, which was a little bit new for me. Uh, and I got to hear and see with my peers, like who were interested in the Catholicism, I got to hear about it a little bit more. But again, I still was kind of like, yeah, but I don't know about this stuff. Like, I, like there's still that influence of the world that I needed to break off of and everything. And it wasn't until my freshman year in college where I, I kind of uh, took, we had this world religions course back in the day, but it was from the Catholic perspective. And this was at St. Charles, my senior year, had a great teacher and he really taught the Catholic perspective really well. But I took the books that we had there. I was like, okay, what if I do this study, but take out the Catholic perspective? Because, you know, my whole life I've had this bias uh, there. And so I'm going to try to take that out. Uh, and try to figure all this stuff out for myself. Like, what religion is true? Like I said, I wasn't an atheist, but I knew there was something out there because of that moment uh, that I had when I was 16 and had, like, that concussion and everything. And then there was, like, seeds being planted uh, in these, like, Jesus jams um, and through my friends. Uh, but in college, I was kind of like, all right, really, I just wanted to go off and do the, the sins that college kids wanted to do. Like, that's what I really wanted to do. But I also was interested in what is the meaning of life. And so I started to study the other religions again. And while I was doing that, I found myself continually like batting off, like, no, stop bringing the Catholic perspective into it. Cause I was kind of like, okay, I kind of get what you're saying is Lam, uh, but like, you know, they don't have, like you, you do not address Allah as a father in Islam and that like intimacy part. I was like, but I actually like the Catholic perspective better here of like God as a father who loves you and you, you are his adopted child. And so I, I kept with every religion that I kept going to, I just kept bringing back the Catholic faith and then like being like, no, actually I think the Catholic faith is true. And then I would come upon things like the young cause cause theory. And then I was like, Oh, that sounds really nice. Who's that by? Like, oh my gosh, it's another Catholic person. It's Aquinas. <laughs> and then, so I just kept going back. But at the same time, I still wanted to go off doing the sinning that college kids like to do. And then uh, what started the path of me really accepting my Catholic faith was actually a very unfortunate incident where one of my classmates from St. Charles, um, he, uh, he committed suicide. Uh, and we didn't go to the same college. I went to Ohio State. Um, and that really had me going again on this journey of like, what is true? Well, how could you let this happen? God, um, you know, where, like, where are you in all of this? But one beautiful thing that happened in that 
tragic incident was it was like our first class reunion. Uh, St. Charles, the big thing is brotherhood. Uh, and almost every single one of my classmates came to his wake and his funeral. And it was just like this great big outpouring of love and of living out like, you know, in these times, let's lean on each other, brothers, even though, you know, we just went our separate ways. Uh, let's help each other out. And then um, I just was continually asking about God's love and like where that place is. And, 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 and this death really rocked me. And there were, so I did do some more sins to help cope with it. Uh, and there was one night I just remember I, I was with this girl and um, we were just doing some things intimately. But then after that, I was in the South Oval of uh, Ohio State and I stopped and I was just like, God, I truly believe that you exist and I want to stop doing what I'm doing. And just please somehow like help me. And then one of my friends that introduced me to like the Jesus Jams, who also went to Ohio State, she told me about one gospel, which is something brought on by St. Paul's Outreach. It was an, an event. And then the theme was God is love. And then so I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this. And I can't tell you exactly what was spoken that night. That was some years ago, but it hit every single chord that it had to hit of just like God's unconditional agape love for you, like what his death on the cross really means and his, you know, rising again, that he wants us to be with him in heaven and for us to be with that beatific vision. And so that really struck a chord. And then eventually I went on one of their retreats called Fan into Flame, where again, I just was like praying, God, just keep showing me your love because that's kind of what I need right now. And, and I, I, they just kind of led the event in a way that there was a talk and you go to confession. And that was like my first like adult confession, let me say, like where I was like, okay, I'm laying everything out on the table that I've done since, you know, my high school years, I'm going to do this. And I remember the priest even being like, like get ready. Cause you're about to have a clean slate. And then, but it, it doesn't end here. Like there's a lot more that has to happen after this. So like, oh yeah, I'm ready. Okay, I'm going. I'm having like a mountaintop experience, right? And then so I did that. And then the next Eucharist that I had, like that's where like the unpouring and just like, I don't know, ocean of God's love just kept like raining down on me. That was like, it was like the, the scales were off of my eyes. The veil's been lifted. I like, like was like beholding the Eucharist, you know, consumed it. And I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus is in the Eucharist. He is the Eucharist. Ah! Like, <laughs> and so that kind of, that affirmed my Catholic faith from then on. And then, um, and then from there, you know, it's been a rocky road, of course. Like there was a lot of sins that I had to like, like uh, habits that I had, to, have had to address over the years. And, and, um, just like some things that I did to some people that, you know, uh, either, you know, ask for forgiveness from afar or like I actually address some people directly like, hey, I really did you wrong here, uh, the way I behaved towards you. I did, you know, but did that and all those kind of things. But since then, it's just been a beautiful journey of like, you know, I met my wife, uh, you know, I have a family with three kids. Uh, and through all the moments that are hard in life, I've had this underlying faith, and I remember that peace, that joy, and that Eucharist that just kind of carries me on through the journey, and that's what I've taken with me to this day. So that's that's kind of my story in a nutshell and how I got here today. Awesome. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, this story, and I think um, in our next segment, we'll um, begin to kind of unwrap, you know, how the Lord was at work in your life, but... If you're tuning in, um, if, if you've been listening, this is Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger, and with me today has been Andrew Zook, 
Until next time, peace and all good.